So I did whatever I had to do. And most of the time, those things weren't great things. I wasn't a good person. You know, some most of the time I'm embarrassed of the way I used to be because a fish don't see water. I didn't know no better. But I've forgiven myself and freed myself from that because I just did what I had to do. In the jungle early in the morning, there's a deer running from a lion. The deer is saying, please, God, don't let them eat me. The lion is saying, please, God, let me feed my family. Mm. Right. Different prayer, same God. So when I was in that situation, I was a lion. And I just wanted to feed my family. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Jamila. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's an author now, bitch. She <laughs> said Jamila. I have, it's my full name. Wow. Hi, Jamila. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. I think you met me as Jamila. I did. And then you said Mila on the podcast in our first episode, and I was fucking confused. I felt like it was a good time to reinvent myself. And then also some of your friends called you Jamila. You know, living in a white space... I've been Jamila for many, many years from teachers and peers, but my name is Jamila, hence Mila. Jamila Asada Map. Wow, you're just going to give my government to the people. Great. Jam. I was named after a Black Panther, Asada. So yeah, I have a powerful name. And Jamila means she who struggles. Oh, damn. Yeah, I don't know. Why no, I- Jamila means beautiful in Arabic. Asada means she who struggles. But I was named after a Black Panther who who escaped prison, gave birth in prison, and then escaped and lived somewhere in Cuba. So it's pretty badass. The beautiful one who struggles? Yeah. And rises to the motherfucking occasion. Let's add that. because she, she takes the map. <laughs> she finds her way. Always. Always. No matter what. <laughs> Even I, I'm, I feel like I've graduated out of the struggle. That's why I dropped the jaw. Apparently, Erica is a Scandinavian name, and it means leader. Scandinavian. I know. The people you love. I love them so much. You love and I speak to you in Russian. <laughs> They're not right. Scandinavian. I feel like Russian Scandinavia. Jamila time. tries to like when I don't know it always comes out at weird times when she's like, this do, this do that. And I'm like, but shut the fuck up. Like I don't talk to me in Russian. Everybody else understands. Luna understands. You're the only one Because she lives in your home. I, there's only certain words I say in other languages. I say see a lot and I say that. I don't know. I have a lot of weird. I think I'm triggered because I went to Russia once and I had a very racist experience multiple times. I'm not surprised. So I, when you as a b- beautiful black woman are speaking to me in Russian, I'm like, why, God? I grew up with a lot of different friends and one of which is very Russian. And in, in her household, there's certain words that I heard often that are Russian. So I, they re- and I also say close the light. I say like foreign things sometimes. I don't know why. It's- close the light, like turn it off? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't know. It's strange. Okay. Well, hi. Hi. How I- are you? I'm good. I'm happy. I'm tan. You are tan. I'm a little tan too. So I seen this golden sun kiss. I would flash a titty, but. It's gorgeous. You look beautiful. We um, are fresh off a trip, so I'm trying to maintain my tan. Last night I went in, or yesterday morning, I woke up and went and laid out in my backyard to make sure that I'm maintaining this tan because I refuse to go back. I realized that I'm much more beautiful tan. I also look skinnier tan. I looked at myself naked in the mirror this morning. I was like, bitch, what the fuck? You're fine as hell. And I was like, nothing changed between last week and this week. You didn't lose or gain any more weight. You just got tan. Well, don't worry. We're about to be tan all summer because we are going to be in the sun all summer. 
retreating. I have I have our retreat. I have a tantra retreat. I've been doing a lot in Mexico. I'll be you know what when I come back I'll say I'll say uh, I'll say what am I trying to say? Oh no! Uh, hopefully Benaki. nothing. Benaki. Thank God I was like hopefully nothing. We're fucking Russian. I'll I'll I'll, tr- I'll be Spanish when we come back. Speaking of retreats, guys, our retreat is coming up in Sagrita, Mexico. So if you haven't booked the trip, what the fuck are you waiting for? Um, there's still a few spots available. You can have a solo room. You can share a room with a friend or get to know somebody else. We're taking up for over an entire property as we always do. The only way to do it. The only way to do it, and it's a beautiful experience. If you're looking for the turn up, if you're looking for the healing experience, if you're looking for your sisterhood, if you're looking for just beautiful new experiences that you probably would never do here, this is the place. If you're looking for luxury, and if you're looking away, looking for a way back to yourself, this is the way. Make sure you go follow the Good Vibe Retreat or click the link in this episode. If you're watching on YouTube, it's in that episode description. If you're listening, it's in that episode description. It's the Good Vibe Retreat. Um, We're also offering you guys a $500 discount right now when you use code MEDITATE. So make sure you tap into that. and um, $500, goddamn. (laughs) Big discount. It is. (laughs) Um, And that brings me to our guest. Talking about being skinny and looking beautiful. Um, As you know, it is fine. Zaddy June. Not to be confused with Fine Daddy June. It's Fine Zaddy June. Zaddy. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing anymore, but clearly it is. For it us. is for us. I feel like if you're in your 30s, you still say Zaddy. I yeah. don't know what the I don't know what the new Generation X is that what they're called or saying. I don't know. I gotta ask Tori. I was hanging out with Tori, our, our uh, my 25 year old friend, our tribe member. She came to the office and hung out with me and Luna, and she was saying all types of cool words. And I was like, God, I love having a young friend. <laughs> Tell me more. What does that mean? <laughs> Um, well, today we have a friend of mine. I've been wanting him to come on the show since the, since like the, since we met and he found out we had a podcast, he was like, I should be on your show. And I was like, the more I got to know him, I was like, you know what? You do need to be on the show. You be dropping gems all day long. Six Pack City, the actor, the celebrity trainer, the man of many wise phrases, epic wise phrases, a father himself. Act? Did I say actor? Yes. He's just a man of, he's like a man of mystery. And I'm just so happy to have you on the show so you can drop some gems to our people. So, I don't even know what to say. That was a prodigious introduction. See? What the fuck is a prodigious? What you just did. <laughs> very grandeur. That was very prodigious. I appreciate I'm so happy to be here because I've been wanting for a while now, and I came to one of y'all live shows. I've been hooked ever since that. So being here is special for me because you are a friend, you are a client, and y'all are crazy. <laughs> so a part of me, a part of me, there's something inside of me that's telling me they got you now. You're trapped. Because <laughs> I've been, like, I don't know what to expect. There's, there's a, a little beacon light flashing inside of me like, bro, you don't even know what you're in for because I know y'all are crazy, but I'm happy to be here. Nonetheless, but just so you know, something is telling me like, yo, you don't even know what you got yourself into. So I'm on guard. Don't be on guard. This is a safe space. This is a safe space. Yeah, but still, y'all are crazy in a good way, but y'all- We ain't crazy. crazy. That's because you came to the show and you saw us act crazy that day. Yes. <laughs> we do act crazy at the shows. <laughs> so I can see where you can get that. The amount of crazy that went on at the show, and it was a great, if you've never been to one of the live show, and I'm a guy, and it's geared kind of towards women, but I'm a guy and I enjoy- 90% of it. 10% I didn't. You have to go to understand why. 
with 90% as a guy. And I was blown away because I didn't know what to expect. But I was like, oh, they crazy, crazy. <laughs> it was entertaining all the way through, though. And I have very a very short attention span. And because of the frequency I vibrate on intellectually, it's hard to captivate me. Mm. But I was like, literally like, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. So, yeah, I know y'all are crazy. Listen, we strive to give the women what they want in all spaces, at our shows, on this show, at our retreats, whenever, all the time. Because, listen, we also have short attention spans. I don't even know how to have a podcast sometimes because when people start talking for too long about shit I don't care about, ask Shamila. Like, I literally, it's just like zone out. I'm like staring, but I'm not. I'm not listening anymore. I'm just kind of like thinking about all the things that I could be doing instead of listening to this bullshit. Yeah, that's kind of how, how I. Yeah. They accuse me like you'll check out in the middle of a conversation. I'm like, kind of. I feel like I've adopted that from you. Oh God, I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> fuck. I'm like, what did they just say? Fuck. But it's a part of protecting your energy when you decide when you discern like this conversation is not serving me any purpose. You just kind of that's what it is for me because like, I'm like, girl, I'm about to take on this energy that you're yeah, or a boy. Get it. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, da 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 do 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 do. We are here. We are here. I'm very happy to have you here. I'm I'm excited. Uh, when she first told me like we should have my trainer on, I was like, okay. But then I met you and I was like, you're right. He's so much more than a trainer. He's like a motivational speaker. I know. Inspirational, inspirational life coach. Well, yeah, that's why when we talked before we went on air, I'm like, I don't really know how to introduce me because I'm so multifaceted. But I believe everyone is. I don't believe that we only have one talent. That's not even logical. That's like a very immature, asinine, and way, inane way of thinking. Because if you think about it, sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're mad, sometimes you're freaky, sometimes you focus, sometimes you lackadaisical. Each one of those traits is connected to some type of talent. So depending on which one is more, more potent, you'll be good at whatever that talent is connected to. So, but we live in a, a society where they try to marginalize you. Like, wait, you sing. You're a singer. You Don't can't I. also be a designer. Like, no, this is impossible. You're already good at singing. You can't be good at something. Pick, a, so they, pick one. They'll try to, yeah, they try to marginalize you. And sometimes we, 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 we marginalize ourselves. We have self-imposed cages. But me, I tap into everything that I'm great at. When I leave, when I leave this earth, I'm going to die on empty. I won't have anything left. I'll be like, God, I use everything you gave me. I, I'm going to die on empty. Mm. Everything you give me, I use. So I'm multifaceted and the things that I'm, I'm not good at uh, I hire other people to do it for me. Amen. Amen. I believe in that shit. My grandma told me, sleep when you die. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good quote. Because there is. And I, and I agree with that so much because it, it, the world will tell you you can only do one thing. And then if you'll fuck yourself believing that bullshit. And, you know, and even like for a long time, I didn't like telling people like, I'm a podcaster <laughs> because there's so many podcasts. But like, nah, bitch, I do a lot of shit. Right. And... I'm good at a lot of shit and you're not going to tell me otherwise because I've done it. So I appreciate you embarking on all of your talents and inspiring others to do the same because I think people lack the motivation and the confidence to just, you know. You better. You know, y'all, you want to know what the richest place on earth is? Hmm. Do you know? You want to know? Dubai? Mm -mm. You want to know? Yeah. Yeah. The richest place on earth is the cemetery. Mm. how so explain you know how many people died with great ideals that went right in that grave Uh, that didn't act on you know how many people died with great ideas 
That was that's my biggest fear. That has always been my biggest Do fear. Do not die with great ideas. That that Put scares me more than doing to it. To use. So there's a lot of people don't know that cemetery is the richest place that you know how people die with great ideas. So for me, if God put it in me, like I said, we multifaceted. Like we are four and five dimensional, not even three dimensional, because every part of your personality has a talent attached to it. You get what I'm saying? So all you have to do is focus long enough to tap into that. And then you'll be able to toggle back and forth and put on these these hats. So, But I believe we all have that ability if we tap into it in an environment that allows us to cultivate it. So I don't think I'm special in that regard, in a different regard, but not in that regard, because I believe we are multifaceted. I'm just brave enough to not give a fuck what nobody thinks. And you also have friends that encourage you to do that, because if you have friends who are like, oh, like... I can only do this one thing or like, are you doing that now? Oh, okay. You always have to have friends who encourage you. Yeah, but that's, that's dangerous because you're not going to always have friends. You're not going to always, your mama not going to encourage you all the time. And you have to learn fact. how to be self-sustained. You have to learn, you have to be so omnipotent from the inside that you insulate yourself from the bullshit. You have to have a knowing because if you depend, if you live for the claps, you're going to die with the booze. You get what I'm saying? So, and your friends are like, think about it. It's unfair because I, a lot of people are like, your friends, my friends don't support me. My friend, I got a biz. My friends don't support my biz. My friends don't come to my show. My friends, my, <laughs> and if you think about it, that's really unfair because everybody, I don't care if you two or 92, everybody got a great idea. And most people don't even act on their own great ideal. So you want somebody who's not acting on their own great ideal to come support your ideal. You've been selfish and stupid. They're not supporting their own shit. You don't think they have an ideal? They just ain't shit. Yeah, they do. They too scared. So don't expect someone that won't move on their own shit to move on yours and then use that to judge the metrics of y'all relationship. Be self-sustained. Because anything, if I tap you in to come on a financial journey with me, like, hey, we're going to do this, and you don't do it, that's cool. Just know I'm still going to do that ideal. And when I make my money, I'm not going to feel bad about not sharing nothing with you. Because mm-hmm. you had the opportunity. Yeah, I'm still going to do everything I said I was going to do, whether you get involved. And I'm not even going to take it personal because I don't want you to take it personal when I become successful. I think they say that in the four agreements. It's like, don't take, don't take uh, like compliments too, too personal and don't take uh, like, uh, what's the opposite of a compliment? take it too personally either it's just like like you said be self-sustained and that that's a fact because there will be both and there may be come from people close or far from you well i think that also waiting on friends to validate you waiting on friends to make you move to do things well you'll be waiting forever low-key like once you start making those moves and once you start believing in yourself the those people will come Right. You know, those people will come and you'll attract those people. I mean, I think about even just like our retreats, how we get so many messages where people are like, I want to come, but my friend, you know, I'm waiting on my friend. I'm like, your friend will have you waiting forever. And you're going to miss out on this experience. Right. Your friend will have you waiting on, out on money. Your friend will have you waiting on opportunities, all types of shit. You kind of just have to count on yourself and just move forward. And all the other, those friends that you really want will, will they inevitably will come. come yeah. they, you will know? Kind of, they will come flock to you if I would have waited it's two things I don't do I don't hate on nobody I don't wait on nobody I like that period I don't hate on nobody I don't wait, I don't on, wait nobody. on nobody so wait 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 because I feel like you talk in affirmations <laughs> she's funny <laughs> and and we always share an affirmation usually at the top we try to do it at the top of the show but we, this week we're going to do it at the top of the show because I feel like you are a walking affirmation well, thank you. so if you have an affirmation that you can share with our tribe um I'll share affirmation and an incantation. What's an incantation? An incantation is something like a chant that oh, you would do. Okay. 
I love an so, incantation. Like a spell. Oh, oh, you know we, we know love, we love spells. We love spells here. So, two uh, witches. Uh, two witches. Uh, another way of saying spell is an incantation or something like a seance that you would say or you would do put into the universe. So I'll give you an affirmation, and both I happen to live by. First, the affirmation that I live by completely is if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hands. If you can, you can see, see it in your mind, mind you can, can hold it in your hands. hands. I believe that. Well, right now, I'm sitting inside of y'all thoughts. This was a thought before it came to life. Yeah. If you can see, but you saw it already. You see, you got to speak what you seek till you see what you said. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you can see it, and she's like, wait. You got to speak what, what you, you see until you. Oh, listen. You got to speak what you seek till you see what you said. Ah, uh, you got to speak and wait. You got to speak, speak what, what you, you seek till you see, see what, what you, you said. Ah, uh, okay. You got to speak what you seek till you see what you said. Because if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hands. You know, I come from from nothing. I had a very impoverished, tumultuous upbringing. But I was able to climb my way out of that through changing my mentality. Where are you from originally? Origin- I'm from Wise, California. Wise, California. The projects. Mm-hmm. So what was your mindset then, and and what was the journey, I guess, to changing your mindset? Well, my mindset then was, you know, and and I didn't, I didn't, in that moment, I didn't know that my, you know, I was a tyrant. I was a menace. I was bellicose, boorish, and belligerent, but I didn't know that. Like, it was just, I was just dropped off in that environment. I woke up in that environment. What's bellicose? Bellicose is like uh, somebody that's eager to fight. Mm. When you bellicose, it just means somebody that's eager to Eager to fight, want to argue all the time, want to be. That's a bellicose person. But I was bellicose, boorish, and belligerent. But I didn't know that because it was just the environment that I grew up in. And it, it was normalized. That's all I knew. i never been beyond that. You get what I'm saying? And especially running around in the projects and having a bunch of friends in the projects, being in there, you inherit that spirit. And I didn't want to be broken. I didn't want to be poor. And I didn't want to be picked on. So I did whatever I had to do. And most of the time, those things weren't great things. I wasn't a good person. You know what I mean? So when I look back on that, you know, some most of the time I'm embarrassed of the way I used to be because a fish don't see water. I didn't know no better. But I've forgiven myself and freed myself from that because I just did what I had to do. In the jungle early in the morning, there's a deer running from a lion. Follow the story. There's a deer running from a lion. The deer is saying, Please, God, don't let them eat me. The lion is saying, please, God, let me feed my family. Mm. Right. Different prayer, same God. So when I was in that situation, I was a lion. And I just wanted to feed my family. But it was somebody else like, hey, dear God, you know what I mean? But changing my mentality and tapping into my spirituality is what got me to understand there's a better way to do things. And there's a, a a higher being than what I am and what you are. And we have to answer to that higher being, whether you believe in it or not. That's cool, whatever you want to believe in. But I changed my mentality because I want to change my circumstances. So to change your circumstances, you got to change your circle. Period. So the only difference between poverty and prosperity is what you know. Mm. So you look at your closest friends, what do you know? You know what club is popping. You know when Macy's is having a sale. You know how to find your ex nigga 
new bitch house. You know, you know <laughs> you, that's what you know. But you don't know nothing about an IRA, trust funds. You don't know how to file for a proper S-corp. You don't. So that we get hurt by the things we don't know. We don't know. It's it's interesting. I think a lot of, not a lot of people can say, I used to be a bad person. You know, a lot of people are unwilling to to categorize themselves in that way. But you're so self-aware. I'm wondering, like, what was it that shifted your mindset? Was there, like, a, a grandiose event that happened that you're like, let me sit the fuck down? Was there a conversation? Was there someone you met? Like, what um, was It's the a collection point? of things for all of us. I don't just, I don't think I'm unique in that way. But I, I, I walked this, I was in these streets for real. Like, this, I was, so I can't not say I was a bad person because it's documented who I was and what I did. And I and I, I, I always pair that with who I am now. Cause it ain't how you start, it's how you finish. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I ran around in the projects, but now I live up in the mountains in a big ass house that I built from scratch. No, I didn't have a mother that was there. My mother was on drugs, so I was about twenty five years old. And no, I didn't have a father. But I still I am a father. And I still take my responsibility serious. No, I didn't go to college, but everybody who works for me did. <laughs> You don't need a college degree to start your own business, but you need one to go work for somebody else. So my life is just a representation. Like, it ain't how you start, it's how you finish. And at any moment, you can extricate yourself from poverty, pain, plight, and trauma. You could just say, I'm not doing that no more. And as soon as you say, I'm not doing that no more, I'm not that person no more, you're free. And no one can hold you prisoner to a past persona of yourself. As soon as you stop, you're free Mm -hmm. at that moment. So it don't matter because as soon as people see you doing good, they start bringing up shit from 2012. <laughs> oh, this motherfucker doing good. I remember when you was a hoe. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I still am. I just know how to hide it now from y'all because <laughs> privacy is currency. I'm happy still. So you, I walk in my truth because I don't care. I live in my calling. And you don't have to understand it. Was when God, it wasn't a conference call. <laughs> it was a one-on-one. Yeah, my <laughs> calling wasn't a kind. ain't for you. You get what I'm saying? So just being able to Live long enough, man. I don't walk. I can't talk about most of the things that I've done still to this day, you know. But there's a few people, few friends still living, and we catch up every now and again and just be like, man, we here. Like, we live long enough to grow gray hair because a lot of my friends did not live. Mm. Yesterday was my brother's birthday. He got killed in 1997. Mm-hmm. Been 26 years and still like it was yesterday. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And my big brother, you know, he was in these streets. He's a reputable, but I'm not going to even tell you, you know, where he was from and all that, but he was irreparable. But to me, he was just my brother. So losing him was like losing my father because I was the only father I knew. So it grew me up quick. I was about 14. So it grew me up quick. You know what I mean? I had I went from having two blood brothers to just being in these streets by myself because in the same year, my big brother was murdered. My little brother went and did like eight years. So he got it. My little brother was like 13. And he went and did eight. So I went from having these three of us Figuring out to just me, hmm. so I got out here and I hit the ground running. And every anything I do, I did it for real. So when I hit, when I was in these streets, I was in it for real. I ain't never bully nobody. I ain't never pick on nobody. But if something came my way, I was the lion, and that's how I survived. Because where I'm from, you can't you you can't have no chinks in your armor and survive. That's why a lot of my friends didn't. But also, you can't be a bully. I knew some dudes that was a bad motherfucker. I knew some bad motherfuckers. Like I had I had some beefs. At times where I was scared, literally scared to leave my house. For real. Like, real beef. This ain't like now where you got these keyboard thugs. And, <laughs> and, and this was 
a different era, and you know, and I was, but I held my shit. You know what I mean? But I seen them, them people ain't here no more. So bullies get killed, and people who do too much get killed. You know how smart you got to be to do just enough to survive and not too much to go to jail, end up paralyzed and dead? You got to almost be a genius. That's why I'm over here and I can excel. I can soar. I can fly because I can. They people over here can never survive what I went through, but I can survive this. Oh, the IRS sending me a letter. I made too much money. Cool. I had killers at my door. Well, that's the thing too. Is like anytime I ask six, like, "How you doing?" Like he's like, he's always looking at me like, "What you mean?" Like, what the fuck do you mean? How am I doing? Because <laughs> life is great. <laughs> life is good. Like B O B O two five P three four. I never forget it. That was my case number. I was on GR, two hundred and twenty dollars of food stamps and one hundred and eighty dollars a month, and I had to make stretch. And I grew up on GR, and it, and even as an adult, was homeless, and because it was just part of the the culture I was with. And I remember when I decided I wasn't gonna do it no more, and I just made. It, I heard a voice, but we all hear that voice. Your voice tell you what to do, and you ignore it. You you disrespecting your own divinity. But I heard a voice like you got to stop, and I was like, well, stop doing. But I, I had already heard voices before that. You know, I I didn't been. In some violent situations where I almost lost my life and you bargain with God, you sitting there bleeding from the neck, dying, literally dying, you making all kind of bargains. God, this is the last time. Yeah, I swear to like, God. Yeah. Yes. I swear to God to God. I swear <laughs> to God. Right. But so I made all kind of bargains and all kind of things to get myself out of jams. You in them handcuffs. You like, God, please help me. And, you know, but I had already had a voice tell me, you know, to stop selling dope. So then, you know, I was like, all right, God, I guess, whoever telling me to do this, let's see what happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm on GR. Then I heard a voice like, you got to get off of this shit. And I'm like, well, I ain't selling dope. I ain't, so I got to just be broke? Like, well, what I got to do? And then the voice just said, did And I just adhered to that voice. But then, and I hate to just jump around, but I'm trying to impart a lot of knowledge in a short amount of time for, for your listeners. We all have choices and little windows of opportunity that come floating by over and over again. I'm in my 40s, and I can say that with pride because I don't look like it, and I got shit to show for it. People who scared to say they age because they look better, and they don't, I got shit to show. I'm good. But when I see somebody this old that's still struggling, I feel bad for them, not because they missed their opportunity, but because they never they never developed themselves because opportunity don't come once. That's why I'd be like, yo, you you suck at life. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't like they missed one opportunity and for the rest of their life, Liam, you miss your one. No, I, opportunity come over and over. So I'm like, yo, if you miss your opportunity in your 20s because you was young, and then your mid-20s because you was wild, and then your 30s because you was preoccupied with trying to clean up shit for your 20s. But that I, I mean, every time this window floated by, you missed it? Because your opportunity, so for the people listening, opportunity always feels uncomfortable, random, and and just sometimes grandiose, but all the time divine. And you jump through the window. So I just was like, all right, I'm going to just stop doing everything. And then I remember my wife, she was my wife at the time, and I got to tell this short story. She came one night, I was at the trap house, because a lot of people that just now met me through online just now met me in this chapter. They don't know how how bad all the other chapters were. So when they see me spoiling my wife, that's all you see. But let me tell you something. I remember I was at the trap house 
and I was sitting there. It was probably like 11.30, almost midnight at night. And then one of my homeboys was like, hey, I think your girl outside. And I was on my um, sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> like, my girl ain't outside. Because back then, ain't nobody finna pop up on me, especially at no trap house. And she ain't tell me she was on her way. And he was like, yeah, I think that's her. I'm like, nah, that ain't her. He was like, nah, that's your girl. She she got a silver Camry, right? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so right when I said, I'm like, what the fuck she doing here after popping up on me? And she like, come outside. So in this in this era, I'm like, oh, shit. What did she find out? <laughs> right? You, you popped up. Like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck did you find? Like, what? what? And I came around to her window and she was like, get in. I was like, all right. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm in trouble. Yeah, I'm, I'm in trouble. So I get in the car and she started driving. I'm like, what the? F-? Like, I'm very uncomfortable. And she was like, yeah. So long story short, she was like, yeah, I was just thinking, I don't, I don't, I don't want you over here anymore. <laughs> so I've just been thinking. I've been thinking yeah, right now. I was midnight. like, what? And she was like, yeah, I don't want you, you know, in there no more. You know, I believe in every one of your dreams and. You know, I don't. I know you're doing this, so you know we could pay rent and we could do this and that. But I don't want you here anymore. I got a third job, and um, mm. I don't want you to come back, work three jobs. Mm. And no one had ever done anything remotely close to that sidebar. At that point in my life, I was didn't trust no woman because I had mother issues and didn't know because I felt like the woman who should have loved me first didn't. So there was no way in hell any other of these bitches was ever going to love me. Yeah. So I'm going to get my lick first. But anyway, so that blew my mind. I was like, are you serious? And she was like, yeah. So I uh, I left my sack. I called the homie and was like, yo, you can, you give him. I was like, yeah. And I never went back. The next day. Th- that, that's all she had to say. Yeah. She said, I'm going to hold you down. And she paid the rent. I was driving her car and so on and so forth. And she was like, just do what you got to do. Do your dreams. Mm. And she and she held us down. So now you fast forward, people who know me, and they like, yo, you built your wife a house. My wife's 2023, and my wife ain't bought her own car since 2005. And her last car was a Toyota Camry, and ever since then, you know, she's been riding Maseratis, Porsches, Range Rovers, Lexuses, Benz, you know, that I bought her. You know what I mean? I put six figures in her account. I built her a house from scratch. Took her to the land. Where you want this house? And she, what? Where you, where you want the house at? Point, point to a spot. But people don't understand like how she was there for me in those in those times. And I never, I never forgot that. And I promise her, she'll tell you. I looked her in her eyes because I was fucking up too during that time. It's fast forward. We've been me and my wife been together seventeen years and lived together sixteen. I remember at one point I was fucking up and I felt bad because I I knew I wasn't living up. To my, I could tell in her eyes I wasn't living up to my potential, like, and and it was eating me that I felt like, damn, I think she's starting to stop looking at me as a man. Mm. And I remember I had a couple of dollars left, and we went to this place called Picnic in the Marina. We lived in the hood, we lived in Hawthorne, and I remember I sat her down right there. She was going bad, and I was like, look, one day we're gonna live in a neighborhood like this, and I, you know, I, I, I took a because she was sitting there just looking at me. And I said, I'm going to take a picture because we're going to remember this. I had a picture to this day because I told her, well, I'm going to buy a house. I'm, I'm going to make you a million. I, I I laid it out there and she just sat there and was quietly just listening to this fantasy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I've done everything that I told her I was going to do. Mm-hmm. But first, I had to change my mindset 
And then I had to get out of that environment that I was in that made me that way. I had to get out of that environment. I had to really get out of that environment. Some of y'all got to get out of that environment because your circumstances hinges upon your circle. Hmm. So I, but I bought change on a wholesale basis. I didn't just, some of y'all on that bitch ass change. I changed in little shit. You need to change on a wholesale basis. I stopped hanging with the people I was hanging with. I stopped picking up phone calls. I stopped going to certain, I just stopped doing everything. Like, all right, I'm done with this. I can't go back over there. And it's important that you isolate when you're trying to elevate. You have to isolate. And a lot of people don't want to be alone because when you're alone and you're at night, that's when you start really finding out who you are. And a lot of people, we you, if you really want to know who you are and you really honestly outed yourself, you're probably not going to like who you are. And that makes people uncomfortable. So instead of sitting with their own thoughts, sitting in their own mess, realizing who they are and what they've done, they'd rather go hit up an ex. They'd mm-hmm. rather go do anything rather than be alone. Because mm-hmm. when you start to think and you're like, fuck, I don't really even like who I am. Yeah. That shit. When you're like, when you make decisions, you're like, I don't even really like that person. That's not even something I, I, the person I say I am really, that's not who I want to be. That shit is different. It's hard and it hits hard and people can't stand it. So they abort the change and go back little by little. Now they're still picking up that car, still dibbling, dabbling in that. But I, 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 I suffered through it because I was alone because I, I don't want to be over there no more. And I don't fit in over here yet. So I had to, um, that's why I, I, I dubbed myself to unlearn, relearn specialist. Because I had to unlearn everything over here to wipe my hard drive clean. Mm. Then I mean, I don't know shit. What grown up want to admit they don't know shit? It's mm. hard pill to admit. But when you admit that, you're ready to learn. Because your ability to be, your, your ability to be successful hinges on your ability to learn, not your ability to teach. You have to be more of a sponge and a grit. So I wipe my hard drive clean. I don't fit in over here no more. You know when y'all know, y'all want to know when you outgrowing your friends and situation. When you like, are we talking about, when you saying to yourself, we talking about this again? Yeah, we said, we, we talk I, about I, this? I heard this shit already. I heard this Who story. are you talking about? They're yeah, talking about the like, same people doing you the be same like, shit. Or when they call and you like, uh, I don't have energy for And they that. like bite you somewhere and you starting to think, do I want to go in it? Did I let, that's a sign. Go with it. And then commit. Isolation. Rumination. Elevation, extrication, germination. Look all those up. And that is the order that it going. I'm dubbing you with a tap. I'm not going to explain what none of that means. Upgrade your, <laughs> upgrade your hard drive. For real. Play it back. Germination. Plant the seeds. She said, <laughs> upgrade your hard drive. Well, you know, I think a lot of people too, like when they're doing the change, the isolation, like you, you said that like, you know, I didn't really fit over there yet. It's the yet that I feel like disillusions people they're like oh god like people that want change but feel like i can't i don't want to i don't deserve to be in that room or like they're corny or it seems so it seems so far Mm -hmm. it seems so out of reach that you're like it's almost easier to backtrack to where you've been and the people you've been with versus trying to change your circle and and change your environment to get to where you're going or you don't even want to you've judged those people even though they are where you want to be You've judged them as, you know, corny, square, whatever the fuck it might be, you know, white, whatever it is. And thinking that you you can't see yourself in that space, nor do you really want to be in that space, but you want what they have. So it's like, okay, you want what they have, but you don't want to 
do the work. Do the work to understand. You don't have to be exactly like that person. You're right. going to step into the space and be your own person. Well, I believe most people know that. So it ain't even a matter of like, I don't want, they just can, they think it's too far away. We gonna, you got to have, a, if you don't have honest conversations with yourself, you have to learn how to have honest conversations with yourself. Because if you can't have an honest conversation with yourself, you're going to repel from honesty coming from others. So honestly, you're not like, I don't want to be that. You don't think you can. So instead of feeling bad about not being able to do it, quote unquote, you condemn it. Like, I don't even want it. Mm-hmm. That's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. You don't need money. People yeah. tell me, hey, money, money is every, what, what's more important, money or love? Money is the, the root of all evil. No. Shit like that to me. <laughs> what's more important, money or love? What the fuck are you talking about? Money is important in the areas that is important and is not important in the areas that is not important. What the fuck are you talking about? What's more important, your leg or your arm? Motherfucker, they both important in different ways. That's the stupidest shit ever. But that's your mentality. You condemn having money and you are never having money. It's beautiful. Money is good, which leads me to my affirmation. I mean, my incantation. Wait, 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 right quick. Before you do that, because I already know it's about to be a word. Let me, let me light this backwood real quick. Yes, please light the backwood. That honey, delicious ass backwood. And it's the vanilla flavor. Mm, and I put a lot of love into this backwood. So what was it? Oh. I want you to repeat this. And I want you to repeat it with passion. I want you to say... Money comes easily, money comes abundantly, and money comes frequently. Money comes easily, money comes frequently, and money comes abundantly. Boom! It just it just like that. You don't I need have to, to do it again. Twelve. <laughs> money, money comes, comes frequent. Wait. Easily, money, money comes, frequently, comes frequently, money comes abundantly. Boom! And you believe it. All mm-hmm. you got to do is speak it. And oh, I know. People think they need these long incantations. You don't. You could be very succinct and and and, and direct. And the universe have to yield those things to you so as long as you vibrate on that same frequency the universe is always going to pair you with everything on that same frequency without your consent Mm. for sure i mean if you're doing broke shit then you're going to get broke results absolutely you know if your frequency is broke if your mindset is broke if all these things you know like people we talk about a lot about manifesting and you know people are always like oh well i you know i did this i did that it's still not coming and it's like well you got to check and see what what is it that you're doing that is still vibrating on this other frequency that you don't want. Right. I want to go back to when you were talking about um, your wife and, you know, her pulling up and picking you up in that way. And Me too. I have some questions. Well, I, I, I couldn't help but think of like the mother wound that you had, which was, you know, you thinking that a woman couldn't show up for you in that way. And then her kind of, I guess, healing that in ways or beginning the healing process of you saying, okay, a woman can show up for me. A woman can take care of me. I can trust that this woman is going to show up and be the, and be what, you know, what I can be to her and she can be that to me as well. And this idea that I know, I mean, you have two daughters and how, three, three. how old is your, how old were you? Uh, How old is your first daughter? 22, 17 and a year and a half. I can't help but think about why God gave you, women (laughs) with that notion that you had, you know, and just really having to understand that women can nurture you. They can love you. Um, Even if it's in the form of a child, even Mm -hmm. if it's in the form of, you know, your wife, Um, you can trust them. They can be safe. How old, what, what, where in your life were you when you had your first two children? I was still in these trees. Do you think that having, having your children was a catalyst or was it not? Yeah, but everything is a catalyst. There's something, like everything, 
Because I'm some, to, because I, some hear, people, I hear the question. Well, because some people use children like the child. My child but changed see, my life, and that's not, not always the case. So the child, a child is like money. It only amplifies what was already in you. Mm-hmm. If you was a deadbeat child, having a child gonna amplify that you was a deadbeat like a days ago and right. unambitious. If you was an asshole and you get money, you're gonna be a bigger asshole. If you was benevolent when you get money, you're gonna be even more benevolent. So I does it play a role? Yeah, but what I'm trying to exclaim and really hammer home so the people out there ain't looking for one thing. Like I need that one thing. And it all works in concert for you. All that shit is working together. And only because a lot of things, even that I say and do now, and I realize, like, man, I had an OG tell me that shit before when I was 15. I've been hearing it. Just life got to water some of that shit. It got to water it so it could germinate. Mm-hmm. Life got to water, but you hearing these things. So you could use anything for motivation. So don't be waiting like, I need a catalyst. Nah, just wanting it is enough. But all you have to do is commit to that change. And I committed to it. And it was hard. I want to make no, but life is hard, period. Not having shit and always wanting shit that you ain't going to never have is hard. Working for the shit you want is hard. Both things are hard. So you might as well get in there, work for the things you want, commit to your change, because I don't chase, I attract. And I'm careful with my words. My vocabulary is vast because words have power. We all know that, but we don't all put that into practice, because if we did, we would all upgrade our vocabulary. Most people don't know. They only learned their first 300 words. Most people ain't never learned. They only know their first 300 words, because after they left high school or college, they stopped educating themselves. They ain't learned nothing past what curriculum they had. Mm -hmm. So they're like, what word are you? You don't read, motherfucker? <laughs> Seriously. When you first started school, they taught you your spelling words, right? Didn't they teach you how to spell? Mm-hmm. Think about what you're saying. Spell. Words cast spells. So the better the words, the better the spells you can cast. So that's mm-hmm. why my vocabulary, because I'm always speaking an incantation. I come from a place of poverty. Now I live in abundance because I these incantations, I know words cast spells. Spells. So don't be like, yo, I'm chasing my dream. No, I'm I'm yeah. living the dream. Yeah, that, <laughs> even though that's that that's to to most people that's an innocuous statement. I'm chasing my dream. Well, the only way you can chase something is it moving away from I'm you. Moving away from you. Mm-hmm. So you are casting a spell that the very thing you want is constantly moving away from you. Mm. Say, I'm living my dream. That it's running from you, right? Yeah, say, I'm living my... But I'm so aware of what I'm saying because words have power. Even if you go back to the Bible and you believe in that, it said, God said, let there be light. He spoke, boom, and it was he spoke it. He created it, he spoke it. And that same Bible say, hey, you created in my image, so anything I could do, you could do. So God could speak something, and there it is, and you created in the same image. So can you. You're just speaking the wrong things. You're speaking the wrong things. And you should be very careful and very weary, weary of what you're listening to and what you're getting your, giving your attention to when you're trying to elevate. You have because it's poisoning you. You might don't feel feel like it's poison. You eat all that candy as a kid. The kid don't understand they get in the cavity. They just go like my teeth hurt. Yeah, you all right. So it's the same thing. Some of y'all souls are rancid and have cavity because you sit up and gossip all day or you complain. You complain about everything. I never complain, even if something is wrong, because I'm like, is it really wrong or is it just information? Do God want me just to sit at home? Is that why I got three cars and all my tires are on flat? <laughs> Fuck all tires is on flat. God must be saying, I ain't saying, oh, I got bad luck. Like God was saying, sit home tonight because if you go out, something is going bad going to happen. But I've always had that visceral instinct. That's how I survived my circumstances. 
I knew when to take my ass home. <laughs> I knew when to be like, nah, I ain't going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Nothing bad, nothing happens to us. It all happens for us when you tapped in. I'm proof of that. That's why I tell I'm omnipotent. I'm impregnable. You can't hurt me. You can't. You can't even shit on me. I use it as fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> I grow. Yeah, there's nothing you can do with me. You can't break me because you didn't make me. So if ain't nobody helping you, don't feel bad. I don't got no help. I don't got nobody. Use that as power because if they didn't make you, baby, they can't break you, baby. And they can't take it when you get there. Yeah. You ain't helped me do shit either way. Yeah. I'm here because of me. Yeah. When when you when your wife pulled up on you that day and she told you what she told you and she said we're leaving and you never went back and she said I believe in your dreams at that time what were your dreams what like did you have you had a vision of where you wanted to be and that we we're gonna live in the place like this but did you know exactly what was gonna be the catalyst to get you there like were you into health and fitness at that point or what what was your what was your what were your goals at that time my goals was pretty much no flex everything I'm doing now. And I think it's, I would be remiss if I didn't tell y'all that the way you think you're going to get there probably ain't the way you're going to get there. It's, it never happens how you think it's going to happen, but it happens. And everything that happens has to happen because it's giving you a set of intangibles you're going to need. So pretend like you went inside of a room and inside of this room with all these furniture and things, you were searching for a key. Because you need to go in another room and open up a door to get to it. So don't skip rooms because if you skip rooms, you won't find the key. And when you get to the final room, you won't be able to sustain it because you never got all these keys you needed. You know, you need to pick up intangibles. You need to learn things about yourself. Some things, some chapters are all chapters are necessary, but some chapters are very necessary because it's it's preparing you for the thing you asked for. If you want to be something, you have to go through something. And that's a lot of people don't want to go through anything. No, they want to skip. Huh? They want to skip the steps. Yeah, they want to they want a microwave success, but you can't. If you want to be literally it's universal law. In order for fucking water to become ice, it has to go through the freezer. In order for, for fruit to fertilize, it gotta go through the ground. You, you have to go through something to be something. And we want to skip that process. But the bigger the thing, the more grandiose the thing you want to be, oh, the bigger that receipt for the pain. Mm. You're going to have a big bill. You know, people say they pay dues. That's what they mean. They, they gonna, you're going to take some losses. You're going to suffer some isolation. You're going to lose some friends. You're going to lose some sleep. You're going to lose some money. You're going to pay for that dream. And a lot of people don't want to pay for the dream. And we live in a time right now with all this fake ass manifestation talk. Everybody talking about they manifesting. <laughs> you ain't doing shit but wasting piece, pieces of papers and pens. <laughs> <laughs> for real, you're not doing shit. That shit, you're not. No, you're not, bro. It sounds, no, you're fucking not. Imagine if you wanted to cook a Thanksgiving dinner. The first thing you're going to do is name all the things you want for this dinner and you're going to write it down. Bop, 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 bop. This is all I want for Thanksgiving. The second thing you're going to do is go to your cabinet in the kitchen and see what all you're missing. Boop, 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 missing this, missing that. The third thing you're going to do is go to the grocery store, go from aisle to aisle, putting everything in your basket. That's how you manifest. Some of y'all just stop at the list and I want turkey. Ooh, and I want greens. And I want, oh, I want the house and I want this. I want that. All right. But just like making down that list for Thanksgiving, you're supposed to go to your cabinet and see what you're missing. Mm. You haven't even searched the inside of you and seen what intangibles is missing. Because this person is different from the person you are. Whatever on this paper, 
Because if you was that person, you would have it. So you missing the necessary intangibles to have this, just like making a grocery list. Mm -hmm. And then you still, like I said, you stop at writing shit down. Because even after you search your cabinets and see what you're missing, you got to navigate your way to the goddamn grocery store. You got to get off your ass and go get it. You ain't got off your ass and did nothing. You scrolling on Instagram, looking at my page and shit. And then you gotta come. And then you gotta come home and make the shit. But wait, pause. We the biggest step we forgot. <laughs> we forgot, and this is a step that this is why I say you just wasted pairs of papers. And I'm gonna have y'all say what the biggest step, the final step is. So we found out what we wanted, the big old meal. We wrote it down, everything I want. Then we went to our cabinets to see what we was missing. Then we went to the grocery store. See, from aisle to aisle. From chapter to chapter, putting everything you want in that basket. What's the final step? You got to pay for it. Yeah, you got to pay. You got to pay. Y'all motherfuckers don't want to pay for y'all dream. Because mm. sometimes paying for your dream means you won't have a girlfriend for seven years. Or a boyfriend. Or get married right. You don't want to pay for your fucking dream. That's why you don't have... No, you're not manifesting. It just shit sound fly. And that shit, it kind of irritates me because it's too much cap in your caption. Because if you was really living like that, how come we can't see it? And everybody's philosophical. Everybody a fucking Confucius. I'm not Confucius, but here's the thing. Before you go put that fly-ass caption on your picture. Because <laughs> it's too much cap in the caption. There's a lot of cap in the captions. So my thing is this, and there's a lot of opinions. Your life in its totality is proof of concept. It's true. Your life is proof. Of, so if you that motherfucking enlightened and you, your life should be proof of concept because either you don't live what you're saying or you don't actually do it because your life is proof, proof of concept. That's why I never argue with people who are, who, who aren't my equal, who haven't accomplished as a came as far. I'm not what I look like arguing my reality to your hypothetical. Ooh, that's a bar. <laughs> That's a that's a fact. Even, that's real talk from the sidewalk. Yeah. When I look like arguing my reality from your hypothetical, you have no proof, social proof of what you're saying. It just sounds good. That shit just sounds good. You get what I'm saying? So again, you can have all this enlightening shit, but your life is proof of concept. Your life is proof of concept. So can we see the thing that you're preaching prevalent in your life? Because if it's absent, then you, my friend, are what we call... In the old school terminology, a hypocrite. Mm. In the new school terminology, well, that ain't even new school because we was using this word when I was like, oh, this word is back in high school, cap. Oh, that's that's from back in the day? Yeah, they I was, read we this was using about? that word in 1994, uh, 93. I was like, oh, it's back. Nothing is new. Mm -mm. I remember mean, my, my mama used to say that and I didn't really understand, but nothing is. We was, none, none of this it shit. It was recycled. No, yeah, it's all, but yeah, but cap, y'all capping. And you get so good at capping that fake it till you make it, you get so good at faking it, you forget to make it. Mm, mm. But it take just as much energy it is to make it as it do to fake it. Right. And you're just wasting the energy on shit that don't matter. Just yeah. talking instead of doing. I think even for me, like even when I get caught up in my own, get in my own way, I have to remind myself that you are proof of the concept, bitch. You're doing it, ho. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, even when I get caught in my own way and I'm struggling or I feel like I'm backstepping or my mindset is not actually, I have to remind myself like, bitch, you are that bitch. 
this is what you're doing. Like you are, you are this, you have this, you are doing this. Like, bitch, you own property in a foreign country. You own a, you own a, you own a successful business. You wrote a you, book. You wrote a book, bitch, you know? And I'm like, oh yeah. And you're oh, killing yeah. it at motherhood. And I'm killing it at motherhood. What's up, Luna? What's up? Right? <laughs> and it's crazy because like sometimes I'll have conversations with people and I'm like, like we talked about earlier, like tapping out because you're not talking about shit and I feel bad. But sometimes it's just like, there's a difference between, like, it's a difference between, like, looking down at people because that's never the, con- like, never the fact. But also, if you're not on the level that I'm at, I don't have the energy for this conversation. Everybody is not on the same level as you in places. And because a lot of people are just talking. And you could talk a lot, but, like, I'm a big, like, let me see the proof of the concept, bitch. Right. Like, I don't want to do a lot of talking. I want to see. And I'm here for dreams and I'm here for, and I tell Erica this all the time. We do this a lot. We are very powerful. Our spells are very powerful. Our words are very powerful. And like you said, you're sitting in our, you're sitting in our, in our manifestation. And so often I tell Erica, I'm like, I have an idea, but I'm just going to chill on telling you right now (laughs) because we don't have the time, you know, like, cause I know as soon as we speak some shit into, as soon as we speak it. It's on its way. Right. And so if we're not, if we, if we don't have it in the schedule today, I'm not going to speak it. You know what I mean? But I really, well, it's, it's also on the way because we're willing to pay the price. Mm. And, and even you, and at every at every corner, at every time, like, OK, you have an idea, bitch. OK, how are we going to make it happen? Let's and, do it. and sometimes I think people you may be listening, you might think like the price is actually monetary, you know, like a monetary price. And sometimes it is. Obviously, everything takes costs to be invested in and you have to make money to put back into your business. However, like we've been doing this shit for five years. For a strong three of those years, we didn't make any money, but we put in so much time and energy and effort into what we knew was on its way. And when I say like time and energy and effort, like it's beautiful now we could look back and like talk about it. But like I'm saying like hours and hours of being in the dining room while our kids were in the other room staying up late, like just just pushing to make some shit happen, even when financially it wasn't existing, but we had an idea and nothing and nobody could tell us shit. Our, not our mom was like, that's maybe not a good idea. We have friends who are like, that's kind of too, too much. There were so many, there was so much criticism and so much doubt, but our, our clarity in what we were doing and what we've been doing has been so clear that nothing stopped us. Even the lack of financial gain in a mm. three-year period never stopped us from putting in the work. And even if we couldn't immediately see the results, we fucking knew it was on the way. And I'm so grateful that we believed in our our vision that much. And I found a friend that was as delusional as I was, but Mm. it was like delusionally real. Mm -hmm. And like, when I think back on those days, the amount of fucking veggie tacos, (laughs) the amount of dinners we cooked together, the amount of like just long ass nights, we sat up in the dining room to make this shit happen every fucking week on iPhones, in the dining room, DMing people just alone, just like being honest with each other. And a lot of the process was obviously putting in the energy, but also just, I think the beautiful thing about this brand and this business is a lot of it has been looking in, looking in the cabinets and seeing what wasn't there Mm. and saying like, damn Erica, like 
this is not who I want to be. And these are the decisions that I've made. And not just Erica. Hey, thousands of people I never met in my fucking life. <laughs> Let me tell you how, where I'm empty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But taking inventory out loud and taking accountability out loud and then shifting, making change and saying, this is what I'm, this is how I'm going to shift what I've been doing. And even if it takes a really long time and I, I'm going to continue to do that. And I think people really underestimate that part, you know, the time, the effort and like what the cost of making your dream really come true and just betting on yourself and really quieting the noise outside and the, and the criticism and the critiques. And for people who I have a lot of successful friends, your mom's very successful. A lot of people couldn't see the vision It's because you could be successful, but you're not successful doing what the fuck we're doing. So you could never see the vision. Of course you don't understand. Right. But it, they're not supposed to. Right. Do you wear eyeglasses? Now I do. I do. You do? I do. Where are if my I glasses? Picked up your eye, if I picked up your eyeglasses and put them on, they would hurt my eyes. You... I wouldn't be able to see because they make my eyeglasses. Right. Your vision is yours. Like I say, mm. your calling is yours. And it wasn't a conference call. It was not a conference It was your, for you. So... You don't, that's why I try to tell people it's unwise to be dependent on your family, friends, or we talked about that at the top of the show, your mother, anybody, because not all the time and they're not going to get it. And sometimes they're going to push their own uh, fears and trepidations off on you because mm. you might be the exception and not the rule. Mm. I walk in every situation and be like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm the anomaly. I'm the anomaly. So you got to let your faith be bigger than your fears and, mm. and, and, and just have the fucking temerity, just to have the temerity to believe you can do anything you want to be. Mm. I had the temerity. I, I, I didn't care that I had no guidance. I didn't care. You know, I was a convict. I didn't care. I grew up poor. I didn't care. I was like, you know what? I'm going to still do this mo fucking miraculous ass shit. You got to have the temerity. And temerity is even heavier than audacity. Don't have the audacity. Have the temerity to feel like you can succeed no matter what your circumstances is. And if you do that and align yourself with your purpose, I kid you not, everything you want going to come tap you on the shoulders. You ain't even got to show you. ain't got to beg, lie, suck, fuck, or steal for it. It's going to come just tap That's you on the That's a fucking fact. That shit will come to you. And, for, and, and it did. All the like all the shit came to us. Everything we asked for came to us. Like we would speak it and wait a little bit, and the, they were like, "Hey, I'm here. What's up? <laughs> oh, you want to write a book? Hey, bitch, <laughs> it's right here." Like so, like that is a fact. And I think once we started to realize that we we were the power, like you said, like God said, "I'm making you in my image." He spoke, and that should happen. Like Boom. people miss that part of the Christianity. They're so busy judging each other and and Bible thumping that they forget. Like you are the replica of that power. Right. Use that shit. Right. And you know, sometimes you're so busy praying, wishing upon a star, hoping, going to church, whatever you do, because that's cool too. But like, you are. You are the peak, the peak. Yo, black people crazy. And I know. Not just black people, but a lot of people. A lot of, black people think they can replace hard work with prayer. <laughs> I swear, for real, they think they can. If yes, pray. But if prayer, if prayer could, your nobody pay pray better than your grandma. <laughs> if prayer could do, your grandma wouldn't have died broke, motherfucker. 
and I ain't disrespecting nobody, but think that like nobody pray better than her. If it was only prayer, what do you? You can't replace even in the Bible it say faith without works is dead. You can't replace hard work with prayer. Y'all want to throw a fucking seed in the dirt and just hope it grow. It's gonna. Some people are background actors in a movie about their own life. Mm. Mm. You supposed to be the star. Even in my fitness business, I got people coming in there and don't want to make a contribution to their own transformation. You're like, I'm not about to do it. I'm not a surgeon, bitch. You I gotta- can't do it. I can't jump in your body and have you. It's for you. But people like that, I'll be like, hmm, they probably won't get very far in life. Seriously, because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you can't come to this gym and focus long enough to get your body together, something you're doing for you. I know you're not probably going to stick with a business long enough until it turn the corner and make money because it take the same fucking muscle. Mm. It take the same muscle to thug it out. How you do one thing is how you do everything. You might not notice it. You ain't just late here. You late everywhere. You just ain't know how you do one thing, how you do everything. It's the same. It takes the same muscle, the same set of, set of intangibles. You get what I'm saying? But a lot of people want to skip the work. You got to put in work. You got to suffer. I learned that the part that I wish... Would have been the, the people would have talked about most is how you fail your way to success. I always say that now that I'm coming into my own version of success, I have realized like I failed a lot to get here, and failure is a part of the process. And I remember at one chapter in my life, I was scared to do a lot of things because I was scared to fail. But I didn't hear a lot of messages telling me like, "Oh, it's a part of failure." So I'm telling y'all. You fail your way to success, man. You can't learn how to drive a parked car. You got to turn the car on and start hitting some corners. Mm-hmm. You fail your way there. So if you understand that, a lot of people don't start things because they don't want to be seen starting from the bottom. I start all kind of shit. I started my own podcast. Shout out to us. I saw your merch. I was oh, like, you yeah, merch oh, yeah. already? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We, we rolling. If you can <laughs> see it in your mind, you can hold it's called the unqualified as fuck podcast because we are unqualified as fuck because God will take the unqualified and put them in places that the qualified can't even get to. Mm. So now what? You know what I'm saying? I was just having this conversation with my daughter yesterday because she's very highly competitive. And, you know, I was a highly competitive child as well. But she be cheating. She be like trying to cut corners and shit. <laughs> and Sound like she's smart. <laughs> Not she be cheating. She's she trying to like, because cheating is taught in school that it's bad. Well, but if I, you look at somebody's paper and do that, but in the real world, if I hire somebody else to do my work, I'm smart. <laughs> That's true. Like she's using her innate. She innately, and I watch Bricks and do this, but tell your story. But, but I, innately, it's, it's, it's more so like it's okay. Yes, yeah, that. But also like even when she loses, she'll somow flip it to make she, to like that she won. And that's smart. She always want to feel like a winner. No, Nobody's going to make me feel like a loser. No, no, Good no. Job. But, Keep going. No, She's but like, I was, yes, but I was, I but I was also telling her that there's, it's okay to fail because that's how you become better. Like you have to fail in order for the successes to feel better. In order to be the yeah, best, you have to fail because you can't. There's no. You have to have the opposite. Yes. And so I was like, you know how many times I failed, Irie? I was like, I'm just as competitive as you. I don't like to lose ever. I am. That's one thing. You never yes. call me a motherfucking loser. Okay. And that's why I used to cry. I told her, like, I used to cry every time I would lose. Like, everyone knew, like, oh, shit, Eric, here she goes. She's about to cry again. You know? And But the loss is what made me such a winner. I had to lose in order right. to, like, you can't be saddened by the loss. In yeah. fact, you have to be motivated by the loss because you don't ever want to feel that way again. Right. I mean, she's eight, so she probably was like, right. bitch, I, I, I don't love, want, I, bitch, I, I still not, want. You know? I have non-conventional <laughs> 
ways of doing things, though, because it, the world is this a new world. I remember my oldest daughter, who's 22 now, she was in the ninth grade or eighth grade at the time, and she had a D on her report card. She was like, Dad, are you mad? But my daughters were always honor students. Like, dude, she was like, Dad, are you mad? Yeah, she was in the, in the ninth grade. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm mad. I was like, uh, no, she had an F. And now you mad. I said, hell yeah, I'm mad. I said an F. I said, don't ever, ever bring home another F. First of all, she was in the tenth, ninth or 10th grade, so she's close to the real world. So this is just it's finna get real for you. I got to prepare you for real. So I told her, hell yeah, I'm mad. Don't ever bring home another F. Don't ever fucking do that shit again. I don't give a fuck if you got to cheat. You could have <laughs> took somebody's paper, erased their name, put out. your name on the top. <laughs> you could have paired up with somebody, act like you was a friend, and had them help you. Not act like you're yeah, a Yeah, I don't give a fuck, because in the real... This is what I told her. In the real world, F mean you couldn't figure it out. In the real world, when you can't figure it out, you got a three-day eviction notice, motherfucker. In the real world, when you can't figure it out, you lose your job because you was late too many times getting to work. You have to start using your brain. I don't care if you cheat. Just don't get caught. Because if you get caught, then you're in trouble. She looked perplexed. I said, because there's a right way to do wrong, baby. <laughs> there's a right way to do wrong. And if y'all don't know it, you lost. Because the rest of the world, the people that's already up in that higher echelon, they're using a different playbook. And I'm mm. going to stop there yeah. so I can keep living but they won't give me but they're using a different playbook but it's the right way to do wrong and i wanted my daughter to be prepared don't try to walk that straight line i want you to bend the rules to where they work for you because i've been the rules to what worked for me i wasn't put here to let somebody else make a bunch of rules for me and i'm born and here are all the rules for you fuck you i'll do what works for me i'll take the consequences or evade them but i'm gonna do what work for me but i'm not gonna let no other man be the ruler over my life i don't like this rule it didn't work for me I don't want to do it this way. College might don't work. This don't work for me. I'm not going to do it this way. Because two plus two is four, but so is three plus one. It's more than one way to get to four. So it's more than one way to get to your happiness. And you might can't do it that way. So you have to find what works for you. You get what I'm saying? Without infringing on someone else's happiness or impeding someone else's progress. I have to say that. But they dragged me on the internet. <laughs> well, I like that you added that. You can you could get to the yes. goal many ways without, without hurting malevolent. others. You don't have to be malevolent or acrimonious in, in order to do it. I have a question. As you've evolved as a man and, and, and you know, in your, like, your work, when you changed your mindset, did that also play a part in changing your, like, your mindset and, like, how you showed up as a husband, a boyfriend, Absolutely. a father? Like, I, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but, like, you were talking about, like, how you do grandiose things for your wife because you promised her things and now you're showing up in the way that in which you promise. You're giving her the things that, you know. He does. If you go follow Six Pack on the internet I mean, and you follow. look on his Instagrams, you will see the beautiful experiences that he Thank curates you. for his wife. Is I wanted that, okay, you to finish your question, but I'm going to say this. Cause it's that important. was a question, yeah. Uh, but it's because it's important for men and women alike to hear this. The best thing I ever gave my wife was peace of mind and consistency. If you need money to get her, she ain't the one, homie. Little bro, if you need money to get her, she ain't the one, little bro. And that's not demonizing and weaponizing women and it's all about money. But if you need money, if that is the absolute driving force to her affection and infatuation for you, she ain't the one. You get what I'm saying? So out of all the grand, because she can have all these grandiose things and be miserable, and then it ain't worth it. Right, you did you all these I mean? things. Yeah, so... That's fine, but I want to amplify and highlight that the most important thing I gave her was peace of mind and consistency. Like, she's very 
peace. Women just want a place they could be safe and, and tap into that feminine energy. You can't have her out here hustling for the both of y'all, figuring shit out for the both of y'all in masculine energy and then want a button to switch and want her to turn around and be feminine. You put her in that masculine energy and now you mad. You get what I'm saying? So for me, the best thing I ever gave her was peace of mind. She she could take her hand off. This. Her hand ain't been on the steering wheel. And a lot of fact, not only is her hand not on the steering wheel, her seat reclined. She ain't even looking. <laughs> yeah. And so she just get to recline in her femininity, mm-hmm. which allows me to recline in my masculinity. Do you hear this, men? Do you hear this? This is a life hack. You don't... Listen, I, I know we live in a time where... Women have also perpetuated this idea that the nigga got to have the bag, right? You got if he can't do this, this and that. But I think even those women, those women have be, have stepped into this bad bitch. I need this type of man era because they have lacked that. They have lacked consistency. They have lacked. Uh, what was the other thing? Peace. 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 Yeah. They and so they say they got so, a bad bitch. So, they flying so, around the world, well, but they crying. Go so ahead. they say, well, fuck the peace. You can't give me peace. You can't give me consistency, nigga. You better give me some money. money. <laughs> Give me some money then, because that's what you—that's what you said you're—that's what you said you're good for, right? The man is the provider, right? Well, provide for me then, because you can't give me any of these other things. Right? Don't give me a headache. You might as well. Pay and I'm not—and I'm well, not saying I'm that that is—that is not—that is, is not the solution. It's but, not. But that is—that's. I think that is, that is why it has graduated to this, because that feels good. That bag feels good for right now. Well, yeah, money can make you happy, but it can't keep you happy. And one thing I learned on my way up. And I'm still, I'm still ascending and I'm going to be real. I'm going to be so real with y'all that a lot of people are going to be mad. And some of y'all ain't going to understand what I'm about to say, but I'm being honest. And no, I don't have $50 trillion yet. I desire to have $50 trillion because that means I can help a lot of people. But from where I'm at, what I've learned from where I was to where I'm at, here's one thing I learned. I want you to hold on. I hope it resonates. There's really not that many things to spend money on. You think you need all this money, but after you hit a certain amount of millions, it all becomes the same and it starts to become banal and it will drain the fun out of life. Uh, 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 Elon Musk tweeted something and everybody, you know, I think only very few people understood like what he said, like what it really meant. He said the worst thing that can happen is being able to buy anything you want. And living forever. He said living forever and being able to buy anything you want is a curse. And a lot of people didn't really understand it. But I, I get it because I have a different relationship with the universe. And being able to buy anything you want takes the spice out of life. Mm. And life is supposed to be a roller coaster up and down. You go to a hospital and you hook up to the machine, it's going like this. You have nothing the to strive minute, for. You the minute life does for. this, you in a hospital when you do this, you, you flatline. You flatline. You dead. So life is supposed to have peaks and valleys. But if you could buy anything you want, nothing is out of your it takes the peaks and valleys. What it's is there to strive to for? So what I'm trying to tell y'all, all that money don't mean nothing. It's people that can keep you happy. Money make you happy, yeah, it can make, but it can't keep you happy. Because when y'all everybody at one point, hopefully listen, has had a new car. And when you got that new car, you're like, oh, I'm gonna keep it clean, I'm gonna wash it, I'm gonna wash it, I'm gonna wash it. After a year, you ain't washed that car because it don't keep you happy. You like, what's my next car? Because things can't keep you happy. Only the love of people and healthy relationships can sustain that happiness. So women, yeah, if he like, yo, he ain't giving me this, he ain't giving me that, I want to supplement it for money. That's cool, but just understand money is a cherry on top. If you bring me a bird, so you can have a cake and icing without the cherry, but a cherry and whipped cream ain't no good without the cake. That's just a cherry on top. And the cake represents the commitment, the peace, the honesty, the safety. Mm. These women don't feel safe. 
And the cherry on top is the the the, the uh, tangible things. Like, all right, we got a nice house. But what, having this without that, because no matter how big your house is, you can only sleep in one room at a time. And if you and that motherfucker crying and can't do nothing, it's like a luxury prison. Yeah. That's a luxury jail cell. Yeah. No one envies you or the right people that's tapped into the universe don't envy that. They don't envy that. So the best thing I gave her was peace of mind. You know what I mean? Just do what you say you're going to do, fellas, in a timely fashion. Because women, they might not say nothing, but they remember what everything you said you was going to do. And if she's in her divinity, she ain't going to even beat you over the head with it. But she took a note. Like, all right, that's 20 things he said he was going to do. Especially cancer. Go. She a cancer. She ain't forgetting shit. Yeah. <laughs> so when she is a little reluctant about your dream, it's because she remember you started many things and finished nothing. Mm. Some of y'all don't have a problem with starting things. Starting ain't your problem. It's finishing. But your lady remembers all that. So she's just taking notes and, and holding you accountable for what you showed her. What I've learned, because I've been on both sides. I was a fuck boy. I, I've, I've been on both sides of this thing. And what I learned, first women, first a woman will treat you how she wants to be treated. And then she'll start treating you like you treat her. When you're not taking notes. Like, yeah, oh, she's you like, you okay, get, this is what we're doing. You oh, okay. Oh, okay. Let me. So we're going all day without texting. Now it's my turn. No problem. <laughs> now oh, it's my turn. Oh, you with your homeboys? Me too. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with my homeboys too. too. Right. Yeah. But she, <laughs> yeah. All they five didn't of start, them. They just start off like that. So you, 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 you be a true leader, fellas. And a leader ain't somebody with a bravado that can raise their voice and threaten to break TVs and become physically and verbally abusive. No, a leader is someone that can erect the necessary intangibles out of everyone that's under their tutelage to uh, extract those intangibles to commit said goal and execute whatever the goal is. That's a leader. You do it first. She'll take notice. You do it consistently. She'll take notes. You do it consistently and you do it first over a long period of time. Then she'll take action with you, but you do it first. Show her. Don't tell her. Because women hate when you try to micromanage them. It's annoying when you ain't doing your shit and want to get on them about what they ain't doing and they know you're not. It irks their soul. It's like, you know, how could you dare even bring that up? You know what I mean? So you're not being slick. You're not being sly. I haven't met a woman at my smartest that I'm smarter than. Y'all just have, y'all just inherent, y'all are extraterrestrial. It's a fact. We bring so, life. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. You bring life. We're from connected another to the universe. source. Yeah. You we're... bring life. You bring a soul from somewhere else. Here. Yeah, extraterrestrial. We're and the a woman just you have a device. Like y'all could just be in a shower and just be like, This nigga cheating. <laughs> it's a fact. I'm like, you know what? Left drawer right up under the <laughs> Nike socks to the like literally a woman just be like, it'll take, <laughs> it'll just, no, it'll take you right to it. So instead of having her using her <laughs> divinity against you to fight you all day long, work together. And now she's aiming her divinity at the world to move mountains for you. Because when me and my wife was at, and she was my wife at the time, at odds, we accomplished nothing. Because all her supernatural power, she using it to this and that. But when I... Put her at peace. Put her at peace. Now she can use her powers for me. Mm. Not again! Not, not, not to try yeah, to sniff you out. See, sift me out and do right. that. She using them in the right place because it's supposed to be you and your boo against the world, and ain't nothing y'all can do. When I see a man that has been with the same woman for five years or better, and he's living in lack and limit, lack and limitation, I know he's a problem because you got a secret weapon sitting right there. 
she can't be the problem. Because if you was doing her right, you could tell a woman, like, you could give a woman, babe, I want to, here's my dream. I just, I want to blah, 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 blah. And oh, one I, moment. Let me get you, uh, let me get your media kit. Yeah. not. Let and, me get your press two, day, two days later, she'll be like, here go $3,000. You're like, where you get that from? Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> she is ready to give by. So if I see a man that's been with a woman for a long period of time and he's living in lack and limitation, I'm like, Nigga, you you have to be the problem because she's magical. You're using each other wrong. You're using your divinity on the wrong shit. Yeah, but and you are using her, so she's not using her divinity on the right, right shit. But so both the both man, parties the are man, confused. The, but the it's the man's job to set the tone. Yeah. I'm a little old school in that way, and I know a lot of people are like, nah, nah, but that's cool. Whatever works for you, try to work it. But nah, bro, look, let me tell you, a lot of shit was all, the shit that was here before you got here. You can't try to change that shit. That's universal law. Every everything on earth has an equal opposite: up, down, left, right, short, tall, hot, cold. You can't now come in here and rearrange. Well, you could try to rearrange it, but if don't be surprised if it don't go right. I agree. I agree. Men set the tone, and I I think that sometimes women are trying to like you trying to make a man do a thing and like even before I like even when I was single and not in a relationship one thing about me is like I have never really been pressed to be in a relationship like maybe I would want one or I would like you know want companionship or just be tired of the streets because niggas are slow but one thing is not like one thing I've always said is like I'm not about to like I'm not about to be the bitch like, hey, what are we doing here? Because that's the man's job. If you don't see that I am the prize and that there's value in mm-hmm. us being an item or being in a relationship, I am not going to be the one to be like, hey, I think that we should be together because you don't mm-hmm. get it. So I don't need like I, I, I've always said that. Like, I think it's the man's job to to see what's what's important and then set the tone and say, hey, this I want you and we should do this together. And if you say that and you're committed to it, then and that's what I expect if I agree. But I'm never, I've never been the type of bitch to be like, God, I'm gonna drop some hints. I'll be like, catch you next week, nigga. <laughs> I got yeah. some other niggas who, who, whose turn is coming up because I don't think I've, I've never thought it was my job as the woman to be like, hey, we should make, we should do this together. Right. I, if you, if you suggest this, even in my relationship now, he suggested a lot of times, and I was like. Mm, kind of like being scared in ways because I haven't really been a committed person but once he once he made it clear that that's what needed to happen and then I committed that's what it's been period like we've always together once I came around and made this agreement we agreed to walk on this this direction together Mm -hmm. and I value that in in my man because he made it clear he wanted me and that made it easy for me to then Mm. say Okay, I've not like I I never understood why women are like like I just I don't get it. I think that like we are the magical ones, the magical beings, and men are too. But for the most part, they set the tone, and then we 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 follow suit. You know, there's a leader, and there's you know it, it goes both ways in many ways. But yeah, we magical, and di- so I think especially this era, women are trying so hard to prove they can do everything a man can do that they missing. The beauty of a woman is that she could do everything a man can't do. You, you're divorcing yourself from your own visceral essence, trying to prove you could do what these men could do. And I know I could do it. Like I, I'm a woman. I could, I could take care of the woman. I could take you care of home. Some but do things, I want to? You, there's some things you could do that a man, but there's some things you cannot yeah, do because we, we, we are not all created equal, and that's bullshit. People want to say that and they promote that. That's cool. And I'm, I'm gonna say it because I'm not scared of the internet. But you can, you can so, counsel you can me, survive. but you can't counsel the truth. You can live, but are you living in your truest essence by doing it all? No. Yeah, which you what men wasn't supposed to do it all. 
We're not supposed. We are paired for a reason. We're supposed Everything to use each have, other. Yes, for the good. As a partner, yeah. yeah. But using is a good thing. Misusing is a bad thing. People we're, conflate those two. It's okay. Matter of fact, if I can't use you, that means you're useless. And Fuck, what I'm going to do with somebody that's useless. What are we going to do together? Yeah, but honestly. looking dumb at each other. Like we so need to be misusing is okay, yes. but misusing is not okay. But using people is good. It's, it's okay. You're supposed to. So where my weaknesses are, that's where you're supposed to be strong at and come cover me. Matter of fact, I think when you're choosing a mate, when you, the more you know yourself, the better mate you're going to choose. Because you're going to choose what you need long-term and not what you want right in this moment. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because the best teams is the teams that cover each other's weaknesses. Yeah, and where there's lack, I know that you you got me, right? But you, this is what you're good at. This is not exactly. what I'm good at. Yeah, you asked me earlier off camera. You was like, "Who gets the final say in the house?" You, I was like, "Ish." I was like, <laughs> "It depends on the category, the things that she well versed at. She get the final say because she's well versed in it." I told you that off camera, right? And the things I'm well versed at, I get the final say. The things I'm well versed at, we're equal. She's not insubordinate to me. And then I don't have to even, we don't have to go over that. That's already covered. We never have to talk about that. She knows I'm the head. I am the head. No question. But she's the neck. And the neck holds the head up and can turn the head in any direction. She does not want to be the head. Mm. She wants to be what she is and be the best at what she is. I don't want to play her position. I want to play mine. Because her position come with uh, 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 duties and responsibilities that only she can do. And there's a lot of my duties, uh, responsibilities that only I can do. And they complement each other. Yeah, and that's at, why When they're in harmony, when you guys are in harmony, you don't have to be the exact same. When you go to a concert or a band, the guitar is playing one melody, the saxophone might be on a different melody, but they're in harmony, so it sounds good. Mm-hmm. So you and your partner don't got to be the same. Y'all just have to be in harmony to mm-hmm. complement one another and understand positioning. And our relationship work, y'all could do what y'all want out there. Because I don't want her position and she don't want mine. I'll cultivate and help her in her position and what she want to do. And she'll do the same for me for the greater good of the team. We're not in competition and we're not trying to be each other's role. I don't, I don't want that. Like, I can't do a lot of things that she could do. I don't even want to do them. My wife don't want to change a tire. When it was just raining like crazy. She Her tire was on flat. She had to go to work the next day because she worked from home, too. And I'm like, it will be storming and you will catch a flat tire and have to go to work tomorrow morning <laughs> and it's five o'clock. So I'm literally out in the storm. That's when it was storming hard, changing her tire. And she was in her office looking at me out the window. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm so she, glad I'm, yeah, I'm so glad I'm the neck. So glad I, I love being the neck. Because I'm looking yeah. the, it's raining and it's slipping around. Like, oh, oh, look, look, at my, look at my head and, and doing what he's supposed to do. Husband. Right. And I can't put my knee on the ground because it's wet. So I can't even kneel down. I kind of got a hover and my hand's slipping. And I'm like, damn. And I looked up in the window and she's just like eating and looking. And I was just like. With the baby. I was like, must be nice. <laughs> But she'll say that when I'm chilling, just got my feet up and all the clothes are separated in piles and I'm just the, the, the beep, 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 shit didn't finish washing. I ain't going to get up and stop it. She going to get up and stop it. So she looking like, must be nice. We all have our responsibilities and duties as ordained in our relationship. So find out what works for you and your relationship and work that. If tradition don't work for you, don't do it. I don't believe in doing stuff that are trying to follow a tradition that don't work for you is like being bullied by dead people. (laughs) 
who are these niggas anyway? Yeah, like, like who set this <laughs> who tone? Said, I don't know that who nigga. Who set this tone? Yeah, yeah, like, well, how you gonna let dead people coerce you? Uh, that's a Like, fact. if it don't work for you, do what works. So me and my wife- That shit is old. Work for- do what work for Not us. Not being bullied by dead people. It's a fact. You being bullied by some niggas yeah, that don't, even, yeah, don't even exist. Like, that don't work for you. Our forefathers even... said, I don't know them. I don't know them. <laughs> forefathers only had one father. Where the other three niggas I come barely from? know James, Mark, John, one, yeah, two. Yeah, I only got one father. <laughs> them other three niggas don't count. But yeah, so in all seriousness, I was being a little facetious there. But in all seriousness, just find what work for you and your partner and work that shit. Respect each other's roles. Don't disrespect each other's roles. Like, what you doing ain't hard. What you doing... Yes, it's hard. It's parts of that you don't know about because you're not a man or you're not a woman. You can't... They can't... The opposite sex, like, your man can't even begin to describe what it's like to go out in this world as a man, get beat up all day and come home and have to explain why certain things ain't hidden. Hmm. That's hard. And a woman can't explain what it feels like to feel like she might don't have a voice and want to do things, but feel limp. Like we both, it's hard for both of us. So just love on your mate, understand your mate, respect your mate's role and work together. And then you could be in harmony. So I'm speaking to y'all. Like I say, my life is proof of concept. I've been with the same woman 17 years and we have a happy, healthy, fruitful relationship. It's important that I emphasize that because just because you've been somewhere for a long time don't mean you happy niggas go to jail for 10 years don't mean they happy mm. so you could be somewhere for a long time but don't mean you happy we happy healthy and fruitful you could be with somebody for a long time and y'all still ain't got no businesses y'all still pro- like what kind of y'all how y'all want a basic born and banal relationship that's not productive you're not you're yeah not, get together yeah. five six seven eight nine years later y'all should own some properties y'all should get it popping because how you supposed to be smart and this magical person and then he's supposed to be smart and so how do two smart and magical people get together and do nothing? And do nothing. Yeah. That's somebody lying. Something's wrong. Somebody is not being what they're supposed if, to be. If you're listening right now, you feel triggered. Good. <laughs> well, this brings us to the part of the show where we read the tarot card that Mr. Six pulled. It's the magician, which seems appropriate, which all of our tarot cards always, always go with the episode. And I'm going to tell you what it means my friend it means manifestation (laughs) resourcefulness power inspired action if this ain't you i don't know who is you are the magician you you got tattoos you might need this tattoo (laughs) let me see can i see the Mm -hmm. card as a master manifester, the magician brings you the tools, resources, and energy you need to make your dreams come true. Seriously, everything you need right now is at your fingertips. You have the spiritual fire, physical earth, mental air, and emotional water resources to manifest your desires, the elements were in parentheses. And when you combine them with the energy of the spiritual and earthly realms, you'll become a manifestation powerhouse. The key is to bring these tools together synergistically so that the impact of what you create is greater than the separate parts. This is alchemy at its best. Now is the perfect time to move forward in an idea that you recently conceived. Shout out to Unqualified as Fuck Podcast. Me in the building. <laughs> the skills, knowledge, and capabilities you have gathered along your life path have led you to where you are now. Mm. And wherever or and when, whether or not you know it, you are ready to turn your ideas into reality. 
In your quest to manifest your goals, you must establish a clear vision of what you will create and why before you act. It is not enough to be motivated by ego, money, status, or fame. You need to have a soul connection to your goals and intentions. You are a powerful, creative being, and that is your opportunity to bring your higher self in alignment with your day-to-day actions to create the future you want. And let me tell you, when he picked this card, he was like on the phone. He was like, just picked it. <laughs> so that's how you know that when the stars are aligned, the stars are aligned. And when you're in the, the good, good media house with the good moms, the stars are always aligned. I receive Amazon. This one right there. That one. I receive that. We talked earlier on the segment about how words have power. So I just want to acknowledge to the universe, I receive every bit of what you just said i receive and i welcome it expeditiously thank you thank you we are so grateful that you came to hang out with us today I, we knew it was coming we've been talking about this since october that you came on the show so i'm I'm grateful we make this happen and find zaddy june um tell the people where they can find you wait wait, wait, wait. you have a hoary uh we're running really late yeah know, all right short hoary i had it's, uh once upon a time, is this for Patreon? I okay. had a friend before I could even sit on a bed. She came. She was like, "So you're not coming?" No, bitch, I'm not. Like, like, man, your daughter. Uh, well, daughter well, y'all. You, let me just tell you, you don't want to miss this Hori from six. So if you want to hear this mommy daughter horror story for real. Make sure you go check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash Good Moms Bad Choices. This might be like a level ten. This is a level ten horror story yeah. for real. This like is horror, horror with an H and also and W. And w. Oh, yeah. this is double entendre. Oh, this is like an ultimate. I, I can't. This is a good. This is a good one for the good mom. Yeah. So make sure you go. Uh, go oh, ahead. She's a good mom. Though? She's a terrible mom. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and check out. Uh, oh, is that just a bad choice? That is. A, Which one was that's it? A, that's a bad, a bad woman. Mom, bad choice. That's okay. a bad woman. Bad okay. mom. Bad choice. She's not a good person. Um, so make sure you, you tap in with us on Patreon. Six, where can our people find you? You can find my fitness page at Six Pack City. That's the number six, P-A-C-K-C-I-T-Y. That's for my fitness page. And then you find our podcast page at the UAF Podcast. The UAF Podcast. Tap in. Dope. Well, we'll make sure to link all that in this episode description. Make sure you go rate and review this episode on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, bitches. Um, make sure you go check out the retreat. The Good Vibe Retreat is coming up in Sayulita, Mexico on July 5th July and July 12th. Check out our cute-ass merch. It's popping. We restock all the time. You can follow me at Watch Erica And me at Mila with an H underscore map with two Ps. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.